Hey everyone, just so you know, we're going straight into Fast and Furious, the fourth movie. We are going to get to Tokyo Drift, but we'll be placing it between movies six and seven the way God intended. <laughs> I take umbrage at that. <laughs> <laughs> are you supposed to be God? <laughs> uh, no, oh. that's why I'm taking umbrage. Oh, God okay. doesn't care. It's story order. Yeah, it's, it's yes. not really. Yeah, so we're doing it in story exactly, order. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's our disclaimer. Yes, and now for the intro you all know and love. Hey everybody, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Did I spike the levels? No, it's fine. Oh, you were fine. Keep going. (laughs) This is becoming like a theme now. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the Fast and Furious movies a quarter hour at a time. I am your co-host, Zach Bassetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. I'm Anthony Raven. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yes, we made it through another intro. It's going to be your middle name, Anthony Vroom, vroom, bitches. Ray Bench. The t-shirts are Anthony coming, Ray. Vroom, yes, vroom, we bitches. need to open up a Teespring yeah. uh, or something. Whatever. We those need to podcasts. make Nas shirts. We need to make. Uh, oh, we do. Tweaker Jesse. Mind shirts. your own Nas sense. Mind your own. <laughs> shitty tuna. <laughs> shitty tuna. Yeah. I came here for the shitty tuna. <laughs> no, no, no. I came here for the tuna. Right. That's, that's right. I'm just here for the tuna, guys. <laughs> I'm t- can we do that? Would we get sued? I don't know. I know a guy that makes X Men shirts and and. He does his Let's own do like drawings of X Men characters. He hasn't been. T- I'm not going to say his name just in case anybody from <laughs> Fox is listening or Marvel. <laughs> they got but their I mean, pencil ready. To but say but it, no, say he it, puts boy. out like ten or twelve shirts a year with like Marvel characters on yeah. it, and he's never and and he advertises on Facebook. He hasn't gotten so a cease and desist. We might, we might come up with some of these. I, I think our shit is way like obscure. Like if people who didn't listen, I was going to say, what are we going like, to sell? Like three nonsense? or four of these? What the yeah. fuck is that? Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll sell almost five shirts. Of 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 the I'm here for the tune. Although I'm here for the tune, it could mean a lot of weird things. <laughs> yeah, I know. So right? so that might you know. I say we start with uh, with one and, and see how it does. You know what's <laughs> funny? There was somebody who pointed out uh, when you were starting the Instagram stuff. Some guy did say like the finest tuna and like I mean like oh, yeah. the character is known for for loving tuna for some. He's a tuna connoisseur. He's a tuna connoisseur. Chicken of the sea or starkest only. None of that <laughs> right. fucking bumblebee shit. And cut off the crust. <laughs> Well, we are a little. We are five years removed from the uh, the tuna visit. That's true. Now in in Fast and Furious, um, we know Brian is in uh, Los Angeles now, now working FBI. for the FBI. Yeah. Now FBI agent O'Connor, I guess. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, you've just it's, been waiting to say it's that. dangerously veering closer and closer to Point Break mm-hmm. now, as, I, with each movie. I had no idea yeah. that he joined the FBI. Like I, yeah. that really excited me. Well, you you had to have noticed that he went from dumpy T-shirt to like smart tight suit no no i'm talking yeah, about yeah. before like the movie like oh, before okay, i watched it. it like i yeah. didn't know what happened to brian after he's he he's passed. way more that's why i keep saying like even before we start recording that you must you're going to be really happy because this one is so much closer to the first film than the second one that you know it's, it's already it's a, right off it's a much it better is. change absolutely yeah. like visually and the writing style yeah yeah the first time i watched through the series this was kind of my first big like what you were like what the he fuck was is with happening? the police department now with, with the fbi i know we talked about that last time but i just is bizarre well it is it's weird though too um it kind of works for some reason and then it uh, does i wish they just explained it maybe well, they, they kind of do, but they say, I, I think we mentioned this last mm-hmm. week, they say he was reinstated. Did we say that? We or did, was we that, did. Yeah, and it's like reinstated, so he was FBI, then he got fired, then he came back. 
And then he it's was with LAPD. Well, I, a lot can happen in five years. You guys so want to hear my theory? Let's hear it. Okay. Um, I don't think that Too Fast, Too Furious actually happened. Oh, yeah. I think it was all a bad fever dream because of the bad tuna. Mm-hmm. No, like, he hear, was, hear me he out. Was sick on a bed yes. three yes. quarters of the way through the first movie, and the second movie is just... It's like, all in his head. That's yes. why Bilkins comes back. Yep. Right, right. Yeah. And nice. he's nice. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I had and a dream, why, Bilkins, and you were there. That's yeah. why so the wardrobe is, is blue, uh, yellow, and red, because it's the car, color of the cars driven by the gang in the first film. Holy and shit. the color of the vomit he was spewing oh, because of all the bad tuna. <laughs> too bad Fast, too. too Furious never happened. Yeah, never Holy happened. Shit. And like but this, Roman does exist. And yes, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like he's like conjuring up like this weird like adventure him and Roman went on because where, he's still stressing about what happened. Yes, yes. And I, I think that the uh, that's the, why he has the moment where he has the guilt yeah. where they were like, why did you let that guy go in L.A.? And he's like, I think it was the guilt, you know, that I had for you. It's totally, it yeah. totally makes sense. It's the Wizard of Oz of these movies. <laughs> it's colorful and weird and strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holy crap. <laughs> You might just be onto something, sir. I, I think I've stumbled on it. I, I think I cracked the code. No, um, so also, like, it would make sense that they were like, look, you let the guy go. Like, you know, it's fine, but, you know. Like, we'll let it go this time. You're you're an expert. Yeah, <laughs> you're an expert. We need you on the team, mm-hmm. you know. like, And then, like, he kind of, like, made penance and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of maybe cracked a bunch of other cases like we didn't see, you know, because like five agent. years. Right. Yeah. And the FBI is like, we need him. He's you know? a great he's, liar. He's clearly yeah. way more competent in this mm-hmm. film than he was in the second one. Even. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's And you could say that it's because it's like three or four well, years Well, in later, the second but. one, he almost seems like he's tricking the cops. Like, he's like, they actually think that I'm a good, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, but he's really kind of on the, the more well, the disorderly cops, the cops side. cops in the second movie are fucking fuck nuggets. We realize this, right? <laughs> right. They're right. idiots other than Bilkins, so. Bilkins is great. Yeah. Remar is, is great as an actor. Yes. But uh, that character is a, yeah. Yes, worst cop <laughs> in the history of cops. Ted Levine's character vouched for him. But wait like, a minute. He's a good guy, you know. Wait a minute, though. Monica... No, she is a surrogate of Mia because he feels bad that he lied to her. And but so I mean, even in his is, fever dream, all a dream, he didn't allow though, himself to have Mia. But if it's all a dream, there's uh-huh. something that happens later in the series. All right, let's Where move she, on. Yeah. She <laughs> may could, manifest. Either way, I'm removing that movie from canon. Fair enough. Well, so Brian is, a, is in L.A. Dom is now in Panama City. And if you guessed that he's under a car, you'd be correct. Was there? I, I didn't notice. Was there a shot of his underarm hair this time? No, it wasn't as close. But he it was shaved there. it, right? I think oh, he did shaved he? it. Uh, we would have to go back. Like I'm when you when you go to Panama. <laughs> yeah. So before we watch the next fifteen minutes, let's go back and we'll check. let you know next time, check, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, because I think uh, yeah, I think he'd shaved his arms by then. Interesting. Probably universal like a pro pictures. wrestler. Like you need yeah. to fucking be hairless. Yeah, because it's like super you, popular back in the day. Exactly, because your pits don't stink right as much when you shave the hair off. Right. It's because they can't they can't capture the bus. Maybe maybe Dom has been doing some wrestling down south, you know, to pay some extra <laughs> bills. Lucha Lucha yes, yeah. he's gotten into Lucha Lubre. <laughs> Makes sense to me. I mean, you can't make a you know a living just fixing cars in the you Dominican might. Republic. He's stealing gas, man. That's what true. Would his masked wrestler name be? Oh gosh. Give me a minute. <laughs> Give me. El, El I'll think of it between. Yeah, It'd exactly. be like one quarter. <laughs> yeah. El It'd Quarto. be El Bandolero. El Bandolero. Yeah, hey. <laughs> El bandalero. Well, a little boy. <laughs> there you God. go. 
A little boy runs in because Dom has clearly already ingratiated himself into the community of Panama City and tells him he has a phone call. Apparently, this little boy was a local kid in Panama City, and they, they, they plucked him from obscurity to be this this role. And then, and then promptly threw him right back into it. <laughs> I was going to say, they never, never gave him back to his mom. Never seen no, again. No. He was immediately whisked to Hollywood, where he was forced <laughs> he was to be in other movies. Stolen by Angelina Jolie. That's right. That's right. You're mine now. <laughs> but I have a mother and a father. Yes. Their names are Brad and Angelina. That's now right. shut I've up and eat your porridge. <laughs> but, but ma'am, my parents must be worried. I mean, and he gets to his house and he's like, oh, I can live here? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Fuck Panama City. It's like a citizen <laughs> Fuck the Panama. Yeah. Hats. Yeah, exactly. Dom goes outside where there's like a community payphone. It's yeah. just chilling on the street. Payphone? What's that? I know. Well, this is 2009, so I guess they were still around. It was 2009? Yeah. Well, well, in our... It, this movie came out in 2009. I guess technically it right, takes right. place in 2006. Yeah. If it was, in fact, 2001 Wibbly, in the first film. Wobbly, Exactly. Uh, it's Mia on the phone who was simply called Dom. Oh, Dom says, I thought this was funny. I thought I told you not to call me here. Yeah. Panama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At he the just shop? wants to run from the women in yes. his life. Like, well, he my, doesn't want to be bothered. They're I wonder, though, That's right. you know, it is weird, though, because it's Panama City and stuff like that, but, like, obviously he's wanted by the feds and stuff like yes. that. You know, his crimes are federal, right? So there ostensibly would be a way they could track him. You know, they could they could track her call. So he's more so, worried about her being associated with him. I think he's worried about being caught, mm. but he's all oh, because too. he probably has ways of getting a hold of her. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like non conventional, yeah. you know, means and things sure. like that. Smoke yeah, exactly. <laughs> she can but, see but, it all the way from Pam. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she's well. She's got very good eyesight because mm-hmm. of all the tuna. Oh right. Uh, it's very high in antioxidants and it keeps your eyes sharp. But um, no, I I think it was him being cautious. A to protect her. Mm-hmm. But also be to protect himself because he's he's hiding out. I mean he's right. a, he's a fugitive. He is hiding. So yeah. And Mia tells Dom that Letty has been murdered. Right. And and, those- then, <laughs> and then he gets this like it's a Vin Diesel is amazing in the scene. But the first thing I thought, thank you, Anthony, was your stalker's Finally. been murdered. <laughs> yeah, your stalker's been murdered. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> and now he's angry. And now he has to go and make sure. Right, right. He doesn't want to, you know, leave anything to chance. Yep. Uh, and so fact, are you saying he come, he comes back to the United States to make sure? To make He's like, sure. I, I want to see the body. <laughs> <laughs> if there ain't no funeral, then she's still out there. <laughs> We're whisked away back to sunny Los Angeles where there is a funeral taking place. Otherwise, it's a gorgeous day. Great weather in L.A. Uh, we can assume that this is Letty's funeral. Um Oh, never mind. It's something no that no, no, no. I can't say because it it's a spoiler. Okay, it's a spoiler for like future movies. But I well, was well, wondering we'll about that for... casket. But never mind. Well, you can have a ceremonial burial. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what but I mean? they said she's been murdered. So oh, like, there shit. must be a body. Oh shit! Now we're getting into some real okay, questions. Okay, so sorry guys. For those of you who have never seen the movies, forget that I said that. And yeah. Anthony, I don't know. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies, and I don't know nothing about birth and no spoilers. I'm sorry I told you. Anthony has not seen Gone with yeah, the Wind. Yeah. He doesn't get. It. I've seen Gone with the oh, Wind. Okay, good. Just making sure. Well, anyone film critic? Frankly, film Anthony, critic, by the way. we don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And tomorrow's another day. Um, <laughs> oh lord. 
<laughs> Let's get them now, all out. The funny there. thing is that everyone else who's never seen it is like, <laughs> know, what the fuck that? are these guys talking about anyway? <laughs> get back to the cars. Um, Brian is standing a bit far away watching the funeral. Dom is also there, but he's standing even farther away. So you know he's really torn up about the whole thing. I really They're- liked how this like looked like totally. it was basically they're yeah. all at the funeral but they're all not directly attending right you they're know different what? distances yeah, yeah away. the amazing the amazing thing about that is and i think uh it's a lot like that breakdown we had from the first movie when they have the helicopter shot and uh and brian turns around and then it cuts the reverse angle of mia mm-hmm. and you, you know really good cutting and shooting in this in this sequence mm-hmm. because it yeah. starts on a close-up of brian He's obviously, he's got his like earpiece in, so you know he's on the job, mm-hmm. and he's watching something, and it cuts to a longer shot of him in the background, and then the foreground is Mia, and she comes into rack focus. Mm-hmm. And so you know he's he's watching her versus, there's another dude in the background with like a camera, he's taking photos, like Yeah, like someone like working Godfather. for the FBI. Like yeah, like in the, in the Godfather when photo. they were all showing up at the, yep. at the, at the uh, wedding, taking photos, and like, get out of here, get out of here. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're taking photos of all these criminals, mm-hmm. but he's clearly not doing his job. He's watching Mia because he's still ostensibly well, well, he's on her. watching and listening duty he doesn't have to take yeah. pictures yeah no but i mean he but you know it's clear he's not doing his job he's watching her sure and then the camera pulls back even longer from a shot from the hill mm-hmm. looking down and you see dom watching the both of them it's just really really good editing and For shooting sure. and and just good storytelling and there's also these huge oil pumps behind dom which i thought made for a really cool visual but it i'm like where Wait, in los yeah. angeles is this cemetery that's next to an oil but it, it really weird, was though. a cool visual it though. was yeah. right oh yeah jocelyn's visuals are well it, because it it um is symbolic of the turmoil that is within dominic Toretto. Though, i mean it, <laughs> that's right they, they are though there is a shot of him i can't remember if you could see in the background if you could see tombstones but there's very clearly a shot of that in the background so unless they digitally added it I'm no sure no i think it, i'm sure it ex- well it could be either way but i mean i haven't seen it so. yeah 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 <laughs> but i know that there are cemeteries and oil pumps in los angeles yes so. oh yeah everywhere uh agent stasiak uh is there with brian it's stasiak stasiak and the only reason why i know that's because i kept calling him stasiak but he says stasiak stasiak yeah well he would know Shay like Wiggum would know his own character's name. Yeah. And the guy's great, by the way. He is great, great. character actor. Stasiak informs uh, Brian that facial recognition software tagged Dom Toretto 10 minutes after he crossed the border. So I guess Dom flew into Mexico and then drove into California. I mean, yeah, it's a little unclear. What I'm amazed at is that if this is supposed to be 2006, how their facial recognition software was that amazing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Facebook is just now perfecting it for the fucking CIA oh, or whatever. Shit, that's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like with all these Facebook challenges, the well, 10 it's year both challenge. Well, 2009 but... and 2006, I guess, sort of yeah. at the same time. But then again, in the second movie, they also have the weird claw things. So I guess in this in this modified world, they have Exactly. I know facial recognition was nowhere near Let's as say good as it is now two. then. Yeah, it's like it's not Earth Prime. Well, the facial shit. recognition is also a grappling hook because all their future it's a, technique. It's a grappling hook that glows. Yeah, green. all their future tech is just a sir. Grappling the claw hook. is glowing. Dominic Toretto's back. <laughs> He's nearby. We've uh, scanned his face. 
There's a picture from the first movie next to Lenny's casket. I noticed that too. I was like, it's a still from the movie. (laughs) It's a still. Yeah. That's hilarious. Because if you're watching the movie, there was nobody there to take a photo in that shot. Mm. We saw that scene in the first film and it was definitely not a photographer. You know, it's it's funny because in my notes, I wrote uh, that they also do this in the the Shyamalan movie Split and Glass. Mm. The girl Casey Cook that's played played by Anya, is it Anya Taylor-Joy? Um, sure. She or Anya Joy Taylor. I can. I think never, it's Anya yeah. Taylor Joy. Um, right, I, I love so. her. She's really good. Those she's, movies, she's even awesome. though they're not good. Did but, you guys um, see Thoroughbreds? No, I hear it's oh, really dude. good. I, I totally recommend that. You know, she has no formal acting training whatsoever. She was walking down the street, and a car pulled up, and the guy was like, "Yo, yo!" and he was yelling at her, and she was like, "Leave me the fuck alone!" And the guy goes, "I swear to God, if you stop, you will not be sorry." And he handed her a. A uh, thing that said, uh, you know, modeling agent or whatever, and she called it, and she became a supermodel. Well, so it's like one of those stories that has a happy ending. But anyway, in Split and in Glass, anytime they show photos of her in the newspaper, it's the shot in the trailer when she's in the car, and uh, oh, and, yeah. w- and Wendell Crumb gets in the car, and she turns like slowly, and she's like got the shocked look on her face. They just took a fucking, it's like, that's apparent. It's that shot. It's pr- featured prominently in both movies. Well, there's no budget and yet to do they're another using shot. that. It's like, did they not go out and just, how hard is it to get a fucking camera, go out and take a casual photo and throw that in there? You're right. We're on a time or crunch. Security footage. Like, yeah, sure. it's like, I mean, but it just legit is just a yeah. shot from the movie that they, and I'm I like, when they I that. noticed that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like it's a very memorable shot. So yeah. Um, Stasiak, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. It's That's just okay. going to happen. Is surprised that Don's... Stasiak's mom. <laughs> Sorry. He's got good. it going on. <laughs> Absolutely. Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> Be on our show. <laughs> Stasiak <laughs> is surprised Dom didn't show up at the funeral because Dom's too smart for him. Brian looks up where the oil pumps are, but Dom is gone. Brian seems to sense him somehow. Yeah. Nas yeah, sense Yeah, it's his Nas sense. <laughs> I was just like... I, I get that he says, I don't get it. I thought he'd show, but like, he's an internationally wanted fugitive. What is he going to just show up at the funeral and be like, here I am. <laughs> I had to pay it's my like, respects. Yeah, you know, I am surprised they didn't have like aerial coverage or something. Totally, he, I mean, totally. they knew he'd be around, right? That's true. I mean, why would he not it, show? It does make sense they would have had one helicopter. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah, there's somebody standing over there by the tree or it's the lady from the fucking second movie. There's someone standing over there by the trees. <laughs> no, she's still in Miami <laughs> or or in Anthony's fever dream. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, that night, Mia it's is coming to a dream. <laughs> hey, Dude, I fine. can't. You're, you're killing me now because now I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> I I will keep it in my head canon. Thank too you. fast. Yes. Um, that night, Mia's coming back home. Who knows what she did the rest of the day after the funeral? Uh, but she because it's now nighttime. Uh, and she goes into the garage with a box of something. Maybe it's Letty's belongings, which I don't know why she has the box. Or she's restocking the tuna. Well, someone's got to run the. Uh, someone's got to run the family <laughs> the deli. Business. Is they still like? Is that? It's never still, seen again. It's never seen again. No, of that's course. not true because that's the room where she walks into. That is the no, room but we've, the, we. But the the business. Oh, oh the, the actual business. business. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But that that room There's that no they reunite in. Front. Exactly. Yeah. But but here's the weird thing: the the room they reunite in is really cool because it's the room that we first saw Vin Diesel in in the first movie, where he's sitting mm. at the table. That's the room. Is it? Yeah, it's because so it's, it's in, behind it's, the deli. yeah. It's like part okay. of their yeah, like it's the room that he was in where it's well, the it table like he, he was. was they were in their garage. 
it's yeah, but it's all like one big weird connected built like it's all one big weird I building know. i think I that's know. why the right. tuna is so shitty i mean it's the <laughs> same place that they're working it's soaked on in cars. actual oil yeah could yeah. be maybe maybe soaked you're in right actual oil i haven't seen i, I could have swore it was the uh it was the room where i assumed where it was two separate him. places but you could be right because his car was in the garage, right? But mm-hmm. but I mean, the family business was like at their house, wasn't it? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. We'll just have to move on, it's been I guess. far too long. Uh, but I do know that uh, Justin Lin found the original house to shoot this scene in. Um, and I guess the the garage had been torn down and replaced with a beautiful flower bed <laughs> that uh, they then paid the couple which, living Which he there. then tore down exactly. to replace with a beautiful garage. Yes. But, you know, uh, the he's... The circle Justin of life, Lynn, son. The circle of life. He is committed to d- detail, that guy. So yeah. I can appreciate that. Why not, dude? Uh, so uh, Mia goes into the garage. Dom is inside waiting for her in a wife beater. Um, she warns him that the cops are staking out the place and that he should not have come there. He's like, they're not going to find me. He's yeah. too good. He's too good. He's like, I went to I the mean, funeral. he got in there, didn't he? He did. Although it does kind of beg the question, like, how? <laughs> he's fucking Dominic Toretto, dude. That's For the true. convenience of the plot. Yeah. Exactly. He's a he's a he's a criminal man. He knows his shit. Don't think too much about it. There might right. be like a speakeasy like tunnel or something under the who knows. Uh-huh. Like from you know, from the uh, deli to their house. Belief, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dom sees his ca- his dad's car uh, sitting in the garage, and I thought this was kind of interesting. Mia tells Dom that Letty fixed it up. So after he the rolled it, so in the first, it's it is beautiful. Um, so Letty fixed it up and wouldn't let anyone junk it, even though that car is a curse. I gotta do something to win him back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He'll love me He'll if be he back. loves I the swear. car. He'll be back. <laughs> yes, I'll she will be waiting for him. <laughs> she oh, wanted God. to fix the thing that he loved the most. Um, and so Dom uh, goes to look at the car, and his lucky cross necklace is there hanging on the rearview mirror, which nice of course callback. is a callback to Los Bandoleros. He left it on the pile of money when he left her. No, no, that was at the beginning of this movie. Wait a minute. Oh, God. I'm starting to blur know, the realities, you guys. Because remember, they don't okay, actually yeah. get to the heist okay, in you're right. Yes. Yeah, he left it. He left it on the money. But I had to remind myself of that, too, when I was watching it. And that's only it's all starting to blur yeah, together, Yeah, because it guys. does kind of. But uh, I thought it was interesting on the commentary. Justin Lin mentioned that it was actually Vin Diesel's idea to incorporate the necklace from the first film. So, you know, he's thinking. Isn't it, isn't it weird that this necklace has more resonance than Han Solo's dice in Solo? Well, like, because they make such this, a big deal about it. The in that necklace movie was in like, the original movie. I know, but. Because like, the dice weren't in the original movie. You know, yeah, how many. Are. Yeah, they're hanging in the uh, Millennium Falcon when they, they all first are? get there. Yeah, 100%. All right. But here's the thing I've nobody fucking knew that until Solo came out and someone pointed it out in a magazine. Let's be fair. Yeah. Let's be honest. I've, it's just funny because I've, I've seen Did Star you? Wars yeah, a billion in, in times and I've never seen universe and like in oh the, the EU mm-hmm. yeah the EU I I still believe in the EU no I I, I have nothing against the EU it's just I never got into them because it's like <laughs> so many books to read oh I was totally into them yeah. I read all of them up into the Yes and Vong stuff but um it's in the funny to me. What, the, that people invested because so, I was always like I I'm not gonna read all these fucking books mm-hmm. I'll I'll just watch some the movies great ones. no I know but the funny thing to me is that like none of it ever happened and now I'm like see you just wasted thirty years of your life it's a Luke's reading fever books dream. that yeah. didn't yeah. happen because, bad because he was you. drinking right. bad bantha juice <laughs> it's whatever he ordered at the most Isley Cantina right, but right. The, in the extended universe he never it's the left. dice he <laughs> used right. to win the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon which 
pisses me off because in the movie it's just Kira. Well, the, the less dice. we discuss about Solo, the better, yes. I'd say. Uh, Dom tells me. better. That's true. Dom tells Mia that he wants to see the crash site uh, for some reason. Back at the station, Brian's boss, Agent Penning, says that he's been given only three days to make some serious inroads into the Braga case or they're shutting it down. And that's that's one of those moments where I was like, here we are, right back to that first movie. It's that's like, right. you've put years and years into two, this case. Two years. So why all of a sudden is there such a... And, and I love it because Agent Trent is like... Immediately why, asked. Yeah. Why the deadline now? She's like asking what the audience mm-hmm. is asking, like, Why? Well, the FBI loves to put uh, time limits on cases, it seems. The FBI have ADD. That's right. right. Dude, if if I remember correctly, the FBI is still, aren't they still investigating the D.B. Cooper case? I mean, like, they don't stop. That's a long time mystery. No, but you're you're saying it's like they're still investigating it. Like, they're still, still they are still trying to find D.B. Cooper. Like, that guy. If you've seen Prison Break, you know that he has been found. Oh. I hadn't seen oh, Prison, Prison Break past great. season Thanks one. Thanks for spoiling but, it, uh, asshole. That's in season one. When were you planning on watching <laughs> exactly. the show that's been off the air for 10 years, Anthony? <laughs> it's on his know. list. Right Tomorrow, after, right after he finishes. Like, he'll cut, cut to you at home, erasing Prison Break from your queue. <laughs> well, Agent Trend does ask why the time limit, you know, now after two years. And Penning says they've been working on this case and ev- they've sent three agents undercover and they've all come back in body bags. That is one of those moments where I my I was like, OK, so wait a minute. You mean to tell me three agents have been murdered on this case <laughs> and they're like, we're going to give up after three. Like, the, when you, dude, when even more reason shot, to finish. Yeah. yeah. When a cop gets shot, they're like, we ain't stopping until we catch the son of a bitch. Why would you, why would they be like, it's okay. They're low on agents. That's why they're recruiting criminals. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Right. But I mean, like but I, there, there's no fucking reason in, in any universe where they would be like, he's killed three of our people, but we're going to stop the well, case. Well, but a, t- a, a movie needs a time limit. I know. <laughs> they need for that, you know, urgency know. in and there. By the way, was I the only one when he said uh, he sent three agents home in a body bag? I flashed to True Romance where they're like, coming home in a body bag. It's a pretty fucking good movie. Do you remember that scene? I don't. I've like, seen oh, that it's movie a pretty a good times. fucking movie. It's my favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah, because I could see Stasiak going... Yeah, it's a pretty good fucking movie. Coming home in a body bag. Yeah, it's his best. (laughs) Uh, They show some slides of Braga's known associates and members of his cartel. Brian sees that one of them is Letty. It says deceased on there. In large red letters, in case we forgot the very last scene of her funeral. Don't forget, she is dead. Deceased. Uh, Penning mentions that they don't have pictures of Braga or even a birthday. Or fingerprints or anything. Or nothing. It's as if he does not exist. And despite this, they seem very confident that Braga is a real person. And, and they have three days to catch this fucking That's weird That's right, phantom. this ghost. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if we're going to bring him down, it's got to be now. Why don't they just arrest some air? At that point, we got <laughs> exactly. him. We got exactly. him. He matches the description. No or, fingerprints. No face. Why not no just go birth. after their his second in command, who they have seen and, right. and know is a real person? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of because there are okay. So yeah, well, you got to set up these movies. Twist. The more you think about them, the more they never make sense, which is hilarious. Well, that's I mean, because it's like for they the could totally part. go in and raid that that race mm-hmm. and. They're going to they cripple the organization. They're going to get all of his drivers. But okay, again, it's like they got to see, they got to get things, you know, they need proof. They need like right. concrete evidence. Right, proof. Anthony? We don't need this no proof. This isn't the stupidest thing I've seen in a movie. 
Or even a Fast and Furious movie. Or even a Fast and the Furious movie, yeah. And we're absolutely. only three movies in. I'm willing to go with it. No, yeah, this is this movie's so fucking much better than the second one. Absolutely. Uh, although we still like enjoyed that one. Right, Anthony? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pitting asks if they've found David Park yet. Uh the the newbie agent trend she's a rookie so she's she's just joined um says that they put the name in a database and have uh, 500 results being in los angeles the name david park must be they're pro- they're probably way more than 500. I wouldn't have put it past Justin Lin to just look up what's the most used Asian name in Los Angeles oh, yeah. and just that's that's the name. Yeah. Um clearly an alibi. Yeah. Stasiak says they don't need Park, but Brian insists. He says that they should cross-reference the name with traffic violations, illegal modifications, and street racing. Why would they not have done that to begin with, is my question. Because it's in the script. That's right. That's why. That's yeah. why they need Brian to think of these things. Yeah. Brian Brian's thinks, the one he's he thinking. thinks like a That's criminal, right. damn it. Well, he's he thinks a, like a criminal. That's why they reinstated him. Yeah, all that experience he gained in Miami, he thinks like a cop now. By the way... Mm-hmm. Um, the girl who plays Agent Trin, uh, her mm-hmm. name, it's either Liza or Lisa Lapira. I mm-hmm. thought she was really good in this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she's very natural. Absolutely. She's one of those characters that could have been really annoying, like the snappy young recruit who's like, oh, I'm following you around and you're showing me the ropes. Mm-hmm. But it was like, she pulls it off pretty well. I mean, Eager she's very to convincing. Do the good job. She you know, knows and, her shit and she's yeah. like really attentive, but she's not like over the top. I Well, Justin Lin said really the good. thing that clicked for him was when he decided to make Trin was basically the little sister. Stasiak is the sort of put upon middle brother and, you know, Brian is the adult brother. And so seeing that those agents as his FBI family as an equivalent to the Dom family. Are we watching Malcolm in the Middle with race cars? Is that what's happening right basically, now? Basically, yes. Holy cow. Without Brian Cranston. I prefer to think of it as Full House. <laughs> That's right. I prefer right. to think of it as Fuller House. And luckily, Uncle Jesse even... was killed in the first movie. <laughs> 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 After the meeting, Stasiak tells Brian that Dom's car has been spotted in his old neighborhood and he's going to bring his ass in. Yeah, he says, Your boy Toretto's red Chevelle has been spotted at his old neighborhood. That's old what neighborhood. he drove from Mexico. I'm going to bring him in. Yeah, the old red Chevelle. Excuse me. And I love I love though Brian's response, which is a perfect response. Oh, yeah. Not in your car, you're not. That's right. That's yeah. awesome. That was an awesome line. Because, you know, Dom can get away. Why do why do people always think they can catch the expert racer? It's well, like if you give chase to someone like that, they're gonna fucking. But I get took away. it as Stasiak saying, like, oh, I'm gonna drive up, knock on the door and say, Please come with me, you know, as but I'm Agent Stasiak. Is uh Dom Toretto in here? Come with me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I yeah. took it as, you know, the technology for grappling hooks has advanced so mm-hmm. far in these They're five They're just going to grapple hook Dom? Yeah. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to From a helicopter. Yep. From far away. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and it's going to be green, of course. When he says, not in your car, you're not, that's a double negative. Is he saying that he can catch him in the car or not? I'm just kidding. I, I'm just... You know, you could tell that was an improvised line. But well, there's a, a there's line. a comma in there. So and there's a great uh, there's a great little smirk that Agent Trin gives when he goes. Not she your kind of laughs at Brian. She like yeah. waits for a second and then she thinks about it. She she gives a little smirk like he's pretty because she wants okay. to be she wants to My be boss on the cool. the big brother's side That's against right. the middle brother. Yeah. Um, apparently, Letty was killed just outside of Los Angeles because Dom and Mia are already there checking it out. Mia luckily knows the exact spot where it happened i mean i guess there's a bunch of i could see that you know what i mean like there you you figure that 
that people in their circle would go there, like to maybe leave flowers. Sure, and sure. Like and that. there's markings stuff like that there, happens all the time. Yeah, they they because if you really think about it, you don't have a sense of like Letty's family other outside of the True. Toretto's. Yeah, there's no one really that you she has any Ooh, connection to. Point. So Mia more than likely got called in to to see that you know what I mean. She was probably the point person, and the, she got the, called uh, into next like of conf- kin. Or, yeah, the yeah. next of kin and things like that. That's you know? why she has all her belongings. Yeah, in the garage. Exactly. And Dom is a regular Sherlock Holmes now, and he is able to mentally piece together the accident just by looking at the marks on the street. Yeah. It is cool, it's but it's very, a little ridiculous. It's very much influenced by CSI, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and what it's I was what I was CSI. thinking. Yeah, and what I was thinking when I was watching this is like you can exactly see why CBS brought him in to shoot some of their pilots. Yes, after he did the because that was almost like an audition for. Although a CSI and I don't want to get on a whole tangent, but as a MacGyver and Magnum PI fan, I am. Really Really not into the new versions. They are so good, and you should be. I'm kidding. That's right, Justin Lin. Please come on our. I'm not even going to give them a chance. (laughs) Didn't they do the that sort of thing with like Equilibrium, that movie? What do you mean? It's just like breaking down a crime scene, like oh Oh, yeah, where they go in, yeah, yeah, where they go in and they try to piece it together using their. It's definitely a scene that's been done in many movies. Yeah, it's 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 cliche, of course. and it just kind of makes you wonder, like. At what point was Dom able to, you know, figure these things out? It's, yeah, he's well, got forensic science. Here's the way that I powers. looked at it. Um, I I looked at it that he's so because earlier in the movie when he does that exact maneuver where he he spins the car around, and he uses like the uh, the trunk to hit that uh, mm-hmm. the the cable and to break it so that Letty can get away and stuff. He's so amazing with cars. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a superpower mm-hmm. that he's able to go, okay, I see this kid. I can tell what kind of, because later on he's going to talk about the type of tires that he sees and everything. Mm-hmm. He's so good at knowing what it, what a cars are well, that he can see the capabilities and he's like, okay, it must have tumbled here. They must have hit her this way to do right. this. You know, he, I could see somebody who's really into that kind of stuff, figuring that out. Mm-hmm. It's a little far-fetched for me. I think well, it's just the, plot convenience. The special tires is in the first movie. Yeah. This one is basically the same idea where he finds the this powder on the street. But he also mentions he the, mention tires. the tires. Yeah, he mentions okay. the tires later. Right. Yeah, the um well no, that's okay. The uh the other thing that I kept thinking while I was watching this is CSI has so influenced and CGI has so influenced movies. This scene 15, 20 years ago would have been the scene where the guy walks in the room and he's like standing there and looking back and forth. He's like, okay, the perp walked in here. He stopped. He scratched his beard. He pointed here. Yeah. Like it would have all been done with an actor. Like and now. William Defoe and Boondock Exactly. Saints. And Boondock Saints. And, but now that C- CGI is so advanced, you can actually show. Well, but I mean, the I think the, 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 the actual crash was all practical. I mean, they used whatever computer to superimpose it, but I yeah. think because Justin Lin talks about in the commentary several times There's how everything was... a lot of was, practical... Yeah, practical as possible, which I think is the way to incorporate CGI. You know, like, yeah. enhance it, but you have to have a realistic element there. Speaking of enhance it, that was the old cliche. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Remember, they'd enhance a click, photo? Click, click, click. And then, enhance. And then, click, and then click, they would click. do it, and you were like, oh my God, it's Stasiak. And you were like, <laughs> dude, it's just not... You can't do that with pixels. Exactly. But, you know... Well, Dom visualizes the accident just as it happened. Uh, like we said, the shot's pretty cool. There's a great... I, I keep talking about the camera work when we were watching this earlier, but like, there's this amazing shot where Dom is lit 
but the guy right next to him is like in darkness. It had to be really hard to light with movie right. lights. Well, he sees how... Letty's car get rammed and yeah. Letty's car rolls and it gets and rolled. It rolls over him, which is kind of kind of cool. Exactly, kind of threw him. Yeah, yeah it's really it's like cool. A ghost car. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty great. And uh, Dom sees Letty falling out of her car. It like lands on on upside down, and then like you said, the driver of the other vehicle walks over. Yeah, and he can somehow vi- visualize. Maybe not the guy, but he's aware that there was another person there. Yeah, because well, because they said. I mean, again, the thing that that is important to keep in mind is she does say Letty's been murdered. Right. It wasn't like Letty's been in an accident. Not even Letty got killed. Letty was yeah. Murdered. They so they know that this was a murder. So he's visualizing this person. But like, I wonder if they did that with. Uh, if that was like some sort of optical thing where they shot them separately, because with the no 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 because the way that the lighting is no I was, I was laughing oh you're oh because I was like what are you how how far fetched a rerun is this? of Seinfeld he saw the other day yeah exactly <laughs> serenity now the um but no there there was this uh, because they're right next to each other and to have one person who's so well lit and the other one like completely dark I think maybe they they did like a what do you call it when they used to do the uh, not a superimposition but anyway it's like I think they modified the shot so that. You know, the lighting was so diverse. Mm-hmm. And anyway, sure. the guy walks past him and you can't see his face. You know, it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's a really great shot. There For sure. It's another 187 in Glendale, and this time it was Letty. That's right. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, while Letty's being killed across across the way, the street racing, the street going racing on. is going on, and they've That's all right. forgotten Dom and, and Brian and those guys. They're that, just uh, a legend now. Yeah, they're just legends. Oh, people say that he lives in Baja, Mexico. Some say the Dominican Republic. Some say Panama City. <laughs> Some say he only wears a wife beater. <laughs> and never changes his short. If you ever see beefy guy under a car, it might be Dom. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so Dom takes Mia home. Um, Mia asks Dom what he found out there, and he tells her that he saw burn marks that could only have been caused by nitrometh, whatever that is. I can tell you what nitrometh oh, is. Oh, great. We have notes. Nitromethane is an organic compound mm. with a chemical formula CH3NO2. It uh, basically is a polar liquid commonly used as a solvent mm-hmm. in industrial applications, and it is also uh, widely used in the manufacture of pharmaceuticals, pesticides, explosive fibers, and coatings. It's used as a fuel additive in various motorsports, or motorsports, that is, <laughs> not sparts, and uh, growth spart, and, uh, and hobbies, uh, including top fuel drag racing and an internal combustion engine. So there is. And nitrometh is also the stuff that Jesse from the first movie was smoking. He Most was likely. so high on nitrometh. Like, Whoa, I don't even care, man. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening, man. I'm going to hop in my car and drive away bro <laughs> but luckily for for dom and everyone involved there's only one guy in all of los angeles that sells nitro meth. now here's the weird thing just ju- by the way that that definition was from wikipedia in case anybody thinks i came <laughs> up with that on my own um the uh he it's, did research at the library. Yeah, exactly. I, I had to use the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System right. to figure out what nitromethane is. But um, but it's one of those things. Well, no, because I didn't want people thinking I wrote that particular, yeah. you know, it was like mm-hmm. literally taken from Wikipedia. But um, if that's that common in like top fuel drag racing and things like that, why would there be one person in L.A. who does that? 
considering that racing <laughs> is a huge thing here. You, well, because Harry is not around anymore. To, right, to Harry's, Harry's is closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he he got taken down shortly oh, after no. the first movie. <laughs> Poor guy. When they realized that he was like supplying the the criminal mastermind Dom Toretto. Yeah, like, Dom made a call from the Dominican Republic. Shut I know who down. the informant Shut is. Shut him down. Yeah. Mia knows what Dom has in mind, and she urges him not to go, saying that Letty wouldn't want him to. But Dom has his mind made up. He's going to get to the bottom of this. I love. I love the line where she goes, it's too late. And he sits there for a second. He turns to her and no, he goes. No, before it's too late. Oh, yeah, before it's too late. And he's like, it's already too late. Yeah. And I was like, dude, he fucking sold that Like, you can line. argue that the lines are a little cheesy, but that's what makes but, them but cool. here's the weird thing, though, is that they are not cheesy within the context. If you Absolutely. look at these movies, Absolutely. like film noir. They, you can totally feel the David Ayer. Did I did I mention in uh, already? Not in the episode. Okay, so in so David Ayer did uncredited rewrites on this movie, mm-hmm. and you can tell because thematically there are a lot of callbacks to that first film and little things that you know that are kind of like joiners and and like well, speaking the colors of, are similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the dialogue is is very similar. And speaking yeah, of so. the noir thing, I mean, like anyone that saw Spider Verse and uh, Noir Spider Man, all of his lines are those cheap. Easy, yeah. but right. that's what's so memorable no, but that's about that's the thing it. is like that's what makes the these characters amazing is because they are larger than very life. colorful phrases. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's already too late. Yeah, yeah and but he's you, Anthony. You pointed yeah. out you were like you could feel that he was really holding back his emotions mm-hmm. there. He yeah. doesn't want to yeah. break down in front of his sister. Yeah, yeah, like. Just gotta be twitches. strong for Mia. That's right. Yeah. Not gonna cry. The twitches on his face, mm-hmm. like his line delivery. Like, he's... would you say that you have turned any sort of corner on Vin Diesel as an actor since the first film? Well, I always liked him. Like the first thing I saw him in was Riddick, or not Riddick, um, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I always liked him. And then he kind of started taking like really cheesy roles. I think um, that's fair. You know, like I, I, I liked Triple X. I saw it like the first night it came out. And um, also directed by Rob Cohen. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I liked it, but it, it's a cheesy movie. Like, well, it totally like does a, not hold up. I mean, the yeah. X Games like came and went. They did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything like my dad. Where are you, dad? Oh, please no. come back. Oh. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> so sad. But everything was extreme back then. Um, uh-huh. And drinks, chips. Yep. Yeah. It was almost it's like true. Rob Liefeld. It was like <laughs> Rob Liefeld's influence from Marvel Comics came back for uh-huh. like. The first five years of 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they would add like extra X's to Extreme. Uh-huh. I know. Sometimes it was just the X uh-huh. and Tream, not, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I I kind of. <laughs> extreme Nas. <laughs> like, as far as Vin Diesel goes, I was kind of like, all right, that's what he's doing now. Like, mm-hmm. he's doing movies that don't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed for a while, like, all he was doing was the Fast and the Furious movies, like, after he But he really brings some gravitas. His, his no. breadwinner, yeah. It's and definitely his breadwinner. I, I, I did underestimate him, but I would say not by much. Mm-hmm. I, I always knew he was. I, I was. I was. Stuff. I've been impressed with him as Dominic Toretto. Yeah. He's a damned imposing presence. Mm-hmm. Very. Especially in the next couple of scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. Elsewhere, Brian is sitting in his car and eating a sandwich while he looks through police oh. files like a real cop. Wait a second, though. We did notice uh, he drops Mia off where you th- you think yes. she's in front of her house. 
but he's like a block away. But he but then he does like a U-turn because I was like, why is he dropping her off? They said that they're staking out the house, mm-hmm. but we get that answer in mm-hmm. in a couple. So he was smart enough to like drop her off. I'd say it's probably like three blocks because the cops, right, you know, right. yeah, because they they got that whole block covered. Mm-hmm. But like he he was smart enough to drop her off and get out of there without dropping her at the house. Totally, which was he's cool. thinking. Uh, so Brian's looking through a bunch of files of guys named David Park. He still hasn't made any progress, apparently. Uh, Mia is walking up to her house when she's intercepted by Agent Stasiak and another agent. So it was probably a good thing. that Yeah, because they were waiting off. out they front. They were at three in the morning. <laughs> Stasiak asked her to have a chat. And the next morning... She's in That's the a station. Long fucking chat. I know, right? We theorized that it was like I, I, I honestly think in addition Either to way, it's weird. It was one of those things though where transition wise in a film you want some sort of contrast from one scene to the next. Sure. Yeah. So it makes sense to go from night to day and and one can kind of assume that Dom had because he's like, I want to see the crash site. They were probably out there pretty late. But that means so that probably they two came to get her morning. at like three in the morning. Well, well no, but, but they were theory. waiting outside. They were they were staking oh, out the house, and that's when yeah. she gets home. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Fine. she's showing up at three Makes in the morning. Sense. You know, they weren't like, hey, it's three in the morning. <laughs> let's let's, let's hit Denny's and then go grab me. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know? Does the FBI, like, I, I think, how many hours can the police hold you legally? Like uh, I want to say that's a 24. Really good but, question. I mean, and I'm glad that none of us have any uh, yeah. well, knowledge of why like, that is true. I can only hold you for 24 hours. I think it's 24 hours. No, I think not. it's a lot less than that. Like maybe like four. I, I don't know. Like I'm just pulling this out my ass. But maybe the FBI has a... Oh, my fucking watch went off. Um, maybe the FBI has like a different... Like, you know... Could be. Shit. Hey, man. After, after 9-11... Homeland Security and all that, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can hold you for indefinitely. It seems like so it. So she's there all night. Yes. and yeah, bro- mm-hmm. But here's my theory. Like, um, So my theory is they were wanting her to wait because that's actually like a like a legitimate like tactic. Like the more you wait, the more wrestling, like you heard about like all those studies where like sure. the study was like making them wait mm-hmm. and seeing like if they would leave, like turning up the air conditioning or turning up the heater, mm-hmm. like making them super uncomfortable. Like that's also, you know, like an interrogation tactic. Have you ever they want to get information from her? So they're making her wait. They're making her uncomfortable. I a hundred percent thirsty. Hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've not seen anything past the pilot of mind hunter on netflix mm-hmm. but i read the books back uh back in the day when like serial killers were huge with like the silence of the lambs movies and stuff and in mind hunter uh the author john douglas had come up with an interrogation technique where they didn't say anything to the person but they'd bring in certain items of theirs that they knew were involved in the murder mm-hmm. so they had this like they would put this stack of of files on a table in the background, it was massive. It looked like they had all this info on the person, even though it was like there was nothing in the files. Mm. And then, like, one guy had murdered this woman, and he had used a rock. And they had the rock with the blood stains sitting in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention it to the guy. They would just come in, and they would just sit in the room and watch him get more and more agitated because mm. he saw the files and the rock. And eventually, he just broke down. and was like, I did it. I used that rock. Like, it totally yeah. worked. So mm. I could... That was a really long roundabout way of saying, I think you are on the nose with your assessment there. They were they because she's the one, think about it again, she's the connective tissue between mm-hmm. Dom, Letty, and everybody. Mm-hmm. She they know she knows where Dom is. They know she does. You know? Most likely. Yeah. They know. <laughs> That's why he told her never to call him here. They're just laying her sweated out. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
Well, Brian heads in and he's he's shocked to see Mia being interrogated by Stasiak. Stasiak, uh, because it's in one of those all glass interrogation rooms. So it's like I know where no everyone hiding. can see. Yeah, and uh, to get Stasiak out of the room. Maybe he, maybe Brian learned this from Roman Pierce. He basically prank phone calls the front desk by pretending to be Forsyth in forensics, quote unquote. He says he needs Stasiak right away to sign some greenies. I did not look up what greenies are, but I'd assume no that they're some kind of green paper. slips of some kind. Sure. Yeah. But it doesn't like. Wouldn't internal caller ID be a thing at that? Like, doesn't f- uh, the front desk know that it's not Forsyth in forensics? And also, why didn't Brian even try to do a different voice? Because <laughs> he's fucking Brian fucking O'Connor. Well, you had mentioned he's a rebel. Maybe, maybe you know, there's so many people in the FBI building yeah, that there, they don't know who Forsyth is. Yeah, they yes. may not know. Forsyth might be a fake They know who Stasiak is, apparently. I looked up Greenies and all that it came up was dog dental shoes. I know Which those. I don't think he's going to sign no. down in the basement. But, but he, uh, so he gets Stasiak out of the room. Um, I know, and I love the reaction shot of Stasiak leaving the thing. He's, he's got that like, oh man, like, I was why right are they? On, I was so yeah, close. she's about to break and he, and he like leaves. He's all agitated and walks out. He's like out. straightening, he's fixing his tie and all that. Yeah. Uh, they don't care downstairs if your tie is straight. No. Stays, yeah, just, just go sign, sign those greenies. Sign the greenies and get the fact, fuck back up to your investigation. <laughs> That's right. Uh, before he goes uh, to, to Mia, Turned Brian. Turned into somebody from like Ireland. Get the fact back upstairs. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Well, we, you know. I thought Irish people said fuck. They say fuck. Oh, yeah, they say fuck. Fuck. I know I heard fuck somewhere. Uh, might have been on the show Father Ted from the 90s. If you mm, ever watched that show, Father it's Ted. fucking it's hilarious. Great. Well, Brian hands Agent Trin his David Park files, and he tells her to run the make and model of all their vehicles. Yes. Because he thinks he'll be able to pinpoint which David Park they're looking for based on what they drive. Uh, Pretty smart technique, if you think about it. You yeah, know, makes David sense. Park's driving like a fucking Ford Escort. Probably not him. Probably not the guy. Probably not the guy. When Stasiak leaves to sign his fake greenies, another agent goes in to watch Mia. Brian goes in and lies to this guy, saying he's got <laughs> orders to transfer. Transfer. Apparently, you can get away with anything in the FBI. There's no paperwork They're involved. So believing fact checking. <laughs> yeah. Just like Brian, oh, okay. what are, think about this for a second. What what are they thinking when he <laughs> leaves with her? They go he's to a coffee transport. shop. Transport. I mean, but they go to a coffee shop, and she has enough time to drink a cup of coffee. No one's like called and said, "Hey, O'Connor, have you seen Mia? She like disappeared from the thing." Like, oh, they transported. Like, I know, but it's like that's. That's some ballsy shit to do that to FBI agents well, the who are your in coworkers. Love. They start having a panic attack that he's going to let her go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Oh right. shit, he's doing it again. Stacey acts like, I fucking told you guys. This dude is, is not cool. And they know his history with females. It's not looking good. Although I did kind of like uh, the look on Mia's face when she sees that it's Brian. Kinda she's like kind of, yeah, she's like, like shocked. Oh shit, that, yeah. this guy. Yeah. I thought you were a cop. Uh, <laughs> they reinstated me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got a promotion? What do you mean they reinstated you? Yeah. Meanwhile, Dom heads over to a garage to question the only guy in L.A. who sells nitro meth. Who, by the way, looks like a hipster, like six years before hipsters. He looks hipsters. like he smokes nitro meth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's Absolutely. totally like got a hipster beard. He's got a, he's well, wearing you, the hipster beanie Maybe it's the cap. beanie thing. The beanie is yeah. very like. And, well, and he's also got a really bad attitude. Talks right, like this, right. bro. He's totally a hipster. It's not your place anymore, Dom. The only thing he's missing is a uh, is a flannel shirt with a with a some sort of record label pin on it. Right. Well, 
he's got yeah. the tank top, you know, yeah. the cool tank top. Uh, he finds a guy working under a car, and he describes to this guy the car he wants information on. And uh, But this is the thing. He says green Torino, and then he talks about the tires. That's why he, yeah, that's why he was able, because he was able to tell what kind of car it was mm-hmm. by the tires when he. I see. Yeah. But it's, it's just in, like in the first movie, it was the same thing. Like, well, there's only you yeah. know, so many people that use this tire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's in, maybe those were kind of the David Ayer editions. That's Not that possible. they're bad. It's just well, you do have to have your MacGuffins to keep the story sure, moving absolutely. forward. So, and it's you like, could argue that it's the simple way to get this information across. You know? Well, they they even do that in Sherlock. If you watch that show, where they're always like, it's it's a certain type of paraffin that is only manufactured by you know Oyster and Sons <laughs> of right. of you know Third Cleef Street, and you're That's like right. the they're the one person on the planet who very makes, specific who makes thing. this paraffin. And then why on earth would the killer use it if they were so fucking smart? I'll tell you he why. Because it's in the script. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. They're working their way backwards, mm-hmm. and that's that's how they do it. They do it in martial arts movies too. Like this is the one sword, right? You know, mm-hmm. right? I had noticed it anywhere, or the one move that can kill the guy. Yeah, or something. it's that is something that that is a funny trope in in films. Is I love how every time you see it, they're like, rumor has it that there's the one savior who's going to come along and wield the sword, and it's like, who knew this? Like. Like, how did that become a legend, and why is it a legend? Like, did the guy who forged the sword be like, only people with King Arthur's lineage can pick this well, up? I would argue two thousand years that from that's now. a pretty common. I I mean, but it doesn't make sense in a in a real storytelling thing. Like anybody who's seen Aquaman, mm-hmm. legend has it, you know, that the true king will come along someday. So wait a minute, you're telling me that legend foretold mm-hmm. that a half man, half Atlantean. Who there's no fucking way anyone in their in their kingdom would have known that a princess was going to leave and make love to a man and have a baby that was going to come back. It's it's That's like why it's a prophecy. How does it, but I mean, who makes these prophecies? Fair. They never explicitly say that he would be half man, half Atlantean. I know, but they here's just say the thing: it would be. They Atlantean. say when the, but they say the one true king will come along, and he apparently is because he's the only one who can grab the trident, and it allows him to have it. Which means that the half breed, as they call him, was somehow prophesied. But which means that we have no free will, and that everything is predestined. <laughs> this is Jesus. now the Aquaman I'm podcast. I'm starting to get really depressed. No. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on, but like one, one just, point. Um. They make it like uh, like a point to point out that like oh shit like we didn't know it would be a half Atlantean half man like they are genuinely surprised it's not mm, like it was no I know I'm just saying it's just really funny to me how how things like this in, work in the movies when it's like there's no fucking way that somebody we've all come on how many well, prophecies in the Bible have come true even, even I'm just fighting for accuracy I know That's I know all. what's even more odd is that this guy is willing to mouth off to Dom yeah he's really That's really the, the dumbest the question thing. D- Dominic Toretto the man who beat a man nearly to death and is known for it and is known for it uh gets mouthed off to by some fucking meth head say hi to your sister for me. right he tells him say hi to Mia for me and that was really his mistake because Dom at that point grabs, grabs him, him by the balls I think and pulls him out <laughs> well grabs him by the neck Holds him onto another. Well, I mean, he grabs, he pulls oh, him does from he? under the yeah. car by his balls. I think I he grabs his like nutsack. Balls. I think he just grabs, <laughs> grabs like, his the jeans. The board. Maybe I'd like to think I it was see. his balls because it's scarier. Could be. But he holds if you him get under dragged a... across the floor by your balls. That's pretty fucking terrifying. Sure, 
Well, he holds him under a, an, an I've engine. Heard. I've heard. And uh, Dom is able to, like, it's attached to a chain, and he holds it with one hand over this guy's head. I love no how he... Because he engines kicks, weigh, like, 2,000 pounds. I love, yeah. I love, though, how he kicks it, and it goes, and it starts to fall, and he grabs it right it's before very it crushes cool. the guy's head. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, you got to admit, that's a very iconic moment in a movie. You know what I mean? Where, like, mm-hmm. he's so fucking strong. Or, like, they're in can, the... Like, one guy's, like, working out, and he moves, like, the weights over him, so he's got to, right. like, hold it, you know? There's, I, I always wonder when you see things like this in movies how many times he's done that and he fucked it up and he's, he's just like, like oh, I better get out of here. <laughs> like how many times has Superman caught someone and broken their ribs because he's moving too fast and they're like, I'm suing you, Superman. You don't see that in the comics. Oh, we only get the iconic stuff in a movie. He's very careful when he catches someone. Right, right. Uh, well, and the guy suddenly remembers that the car was bought by a guy named David Park, a green Ford Torino. Yep. So now he's got the information. It's the first time, by the way, we've known a car in this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is because they say it like three I mean, times. Yeah, it's the only time we've ever, because we're not, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's Maybe another the team. car is David Park. <laughs> it's the car's name. The car itself is David Park. <laughs> because that's what you do with a car. You park, park it. it. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Don't send us any hate mail, folks. It's been a long day. We don't see Dom let the guy go after getting the information he wanted, but I guess we can assume that he did. I don't think Dom would kill him. No, maybe just slap him around. One more I think time. I think he pretty much he, he might have given the guy like a brow beating, but yeah, like in a tongue lash. I think Dom has passed the murder aspects of his life, and uh, why? Well, yeah, has he? He hasn't outright murdered anyone yet. No, he almost. Brian but I mean, has. But he bird. Yeah, he beat a man so badly that he almost that he was you know, only able to be yeah, a but, janitor. I think that's kind of like the start of like his Superman thing, where it's it was like, his origin I don't, story. Yeah, I don't want to kill. Like, I won't kill again. Yeah, but I will beat the shit out of you. That's right. That yeah, sort of he's he's not afraid to. He's you know, got a lay code, like absolutely. You said like the outlaw code. Yeah, he's a he will threaten a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. with physical violence. But oh, I think I have no doubt he would have. He would have dropped that on that guy's head if that dude hadn't. Give I don't him know what if he, he would have dropped it. I think he would have like pushed it out of the way and just beat him up some more. I don't. I, I mean, think, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Zach on this one. Who can say? Maybe dragged him around on the floor by his balls for like ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. or just pushed him around on the, uh, or dropped <laughs> the engine on his balls. <laughs> the guy, the guy, <laughs> there you go. The guy's just laughing as he's Whee! like scooting him around on the floor. <laughs> we five more minutes. Hey, now. Dom, this is this is actually kind of fun. And then he <laughs> drops. Like, I gotta go. Head. I got something to do. Look, this has been fun, but. Uh, we then go to uh, Brian and Mia, who are at a Denny's or something, and Brian tells her to stay away from Dom because the cops are going to get him. She asks if that's all he has to say to her after five years. So can we assume that it is now 2006? Because I think so. It's too, we, know, we saw Brian Earl Spillner's driver's license, and that expired in 2000. So if it's, I mean, we can well, assume it was the, 2001. The original Fast and the Furious does take place in, in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Rob Cohen, so it is. It is you know. The so this year is two thousand five, and this is supposed to be five years later. So it's around two thousand six, roughly. Sure, yeah. five or six. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, at least they let us know. It's timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff. That's right. For those of you who Have watch Doctor, Doctor Who, Who. <laughs> which probably is no one listening to this particular podcast. That's right, Doctor What? Uh, Mia is still <laughs> mad at. Brian. That was funny. Mia is still mad at Brian, understandably so, for lying to her since they clearly didn't get a chance to talk after the first movie because he had to split to Miami. You know what's really or interesting got really too. sick, according to <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anthony. You know, you know what is very interesting is that she says her first line of dialogue in this scene is, uh, "I'm almost finished." 
what was it that you brought me here for, basically? I mean, what she, have they been talking so, about? So basically, they've been sitting in awkward silence. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> they, they mm-hmm. went to a cafe. Mm-hmm. A woman came over and said, what can I get y'all folks today? Mm-hmm. They were like, black coffee for the lady. <laughs> she came back, Water with poured lemon for me. the coffee, mm-hmm. left, said, hey, if y'all need to order anything, you come back and you let me know. I'm Myrtle. She left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mia then nursed the coffee for 20 minutes and not a word was no, spoken. here's what happened. There was until someone she sitting- says, I am almost finished with this coffee. Can you fucking tell me why I'm no, here? No, here's what happened. There was someone sitting at the next table that was like really close by and they didn't want to talk and be overheard i want to think that they had an intense staring match yeah he just mm-hmm. stared at her like a like a forlorn puppy dog that's right yeah. no like he gave her the crazy eyes i've she been thinking about you all back. this time i've been thinking about I did, you i didn't hook up for mo- with monica for you yeah yeah i just there's so much i want to tell you <laughs> but in I fact, i'm not even sure monica exists <laughs> she may have been a figment of my imagination <laughs> Brian says he lied to her and lied to Dom and he lied to everybody. It's what he does best, and that's why the feds recruited him. Is it? Well, according to the script, sure. The um, I do like. I think his his acting in the scene is very good. Um, he is he is not. You know, we we point Stone out cold. often he's not the greatest actor, but he's very good in the scene. You know, when he says it's the hardest thing I ever had to do. I believed what he was saying mm-hmm. because you he knows that he loved her, but she doesn't know that he loved her. She thinks she, she can't was used. believe it. I mean, and like, he's maybe trapped she wants now, to, yeah. you know, on the other side of the law again. So he I, can't really tell her out like, outright that he still loves her. But, you know, he does. I think he was a little too cold in the scene. I would have like I almost think he wanted a to be. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was playing on a front like like just get away. Like he's more yeah. concerned with her safety. And he, that is her not being. He's trying to keep his distance. Yes. Yeah, I but know. I mean, I I think he still loves her though. Of course. I mean, he's still very much in love with her, which is why he needs to. Keep but he his knows distance. that he can't just say, yeah. "No, it was true. I really did love as you." As far right. as his performance goes, I would like to see a little bit more. I, I guess not weakness, but a little more emotion. Um, emotion. I believe yeah, I'm a, I agree with both emotion of from the liar. The man he's who's a, he's so got a poker good at face. lying that the FBI reinstated him, Anthony? I assumed I it was know. his driving ability that, that yeah, was maybe, here. maybe, maybe it was the LAPD that hired him for his driving ability, but the FBI that hired him for his lying ability. I think Bilkins got him the job. Yeah. That's my headcanon. I, I, would, I would go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a good liar, kid. Like, this kid. This kid really helped me out. Sure, he stole $200,000 of uh, Carter Verone's money and got away that. with it, but, uh, you know. You know. The uh, you know what's interesting? Money go. That's another thing. You hide it under the mattress and spend it slowly. Dude, he spent it on fucking cars, man, and hookers and hookers. Does he like have a garage that's full of cars, or is it just another no. thing? No. We don't know where Brian it. lives at this point. We haven't seen him at a, a house. Maybe he's still living in the back of uh, of Harry's. <laughs> I doubt it. He bought it's Harry's. Possible. Yeah, he just um, bought the racers. Can, edge. can I ask a spoiler question? Sure. Is Roman in this movie? No, no, he is not. I think they intended to just reboot it. Like this is a direct sequel probably. to the first one. Like, probably. It is. It it is because and and the third film had nothing to do with the first and second films and they except for like a moment together retroactively. Exactly. Like, I honestly yeah. think that's that what's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they were able to make them all work and you'll as you'll see later they all kind of come together mm-hmm. like the Beatles. Mm. That's right. Oh the, boy. You know what's interesting is that uh she has that that great line mm-hmm. where she says, you know, you always try to convince everybody that you're the uh, good guy playing the bad guy, mm-hmm. but maybe you're the bad guy pretending that he's a good guy. Yes. And I thought at that moment, he, 
his character kind of becomes something. 20 times more complex than he was mm-hmm. in the in the first or second And this movie. is a perfect example of what we've been talking about this whole podcast of these emotional moments between characters that make this series work despite a lot of more outlandish set pieces. Yeah, because that to me was a pretty brilliant observation. You always pretend you're the good guy playing the bad guy, but what if it's the other way around? Mm-hmm. Here's another observation for you. I'm more engaged with this movie. <laughs> like, I have more to say. I would not I'm be not surprised. I'm not tuned out like I yeah. was the last no, one. It's, it's really good. It it's feels, very engaging. It, thematically, it doesn't it feel yeah. like, like an episode movie. of an 80s TV yeah. show. It uh, feels directly linked. Like, yes. this feels like a true sequel. Absolutely. Yeah. I think and that was the intention. Because they're dealing with a soft reboot, even though it's not really. A I want to. I want to like look into that and see if like it was just like look like all that stuff didn't happen. You know, like. Well, at this point, Justin Lin's involved, and I think he's got a plan. I mean, he did direct the third film, so he did incorporate Han into these quote unquote earlier stories. Yeah. So I think at this point, you know, who knows how many movies you're going to get to do? But he seemed to have a strategy for making it all make sense. Yeah, this starts. Yeah, it it'll. Even the weirdest shit where you're like, that didn't make sense, and some of the movies will make sense later, which is really part of the genius of it all, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So Mia gets up to leave the coffee shop. Sorry, Anthony, were you done? No. no, no. You know, that that is, I mean, if you really think about it, I got to get back to that line again about like the bad guy, good guy thing. Is like mm-hmm. you do realize in that moment that Brian O'Connor is waging this intense spiritual war within himself. Mm-hmm. Like throughout all of these movies... He is he is completely he is so fucking conflicted mm-hmm. yeah. that like it it must be agonizing being Brian O'Connor. And see that's like I, I can't speak for the other movies, obviously, but that's what I wanted to see more of in the first movie. That conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that question. Because I think, you know, I, I You even, even mentioned it, that in an episode. I, yeah. I said it in the episode. I think his turn wasn't convincing because I, I think that there wasn't conflict. There wasn't, you know, moments where he was, you know, like kind of on the fence. Mm-hmm. I think the jump was, you know, very abrupt, at least to me. And I want to explore this, this aspect. Which is why I, I think that, you know, this movie works so well because they're dealing with directly with the consequences from mm-hmm. that first film. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. How, how do Mia and Brian reconcile? You know, how does, how does he, make good with Dom. I mean, even though he kind of, you know, let him go. So it's like, what is Dom mad about the line? I guess. But still, I, well, if I was Dom, I would be like betrayed. Sure. Yeah. Sure. If I was Dom, I'd be like, why did he let me go? Like, right. what was his intention? Like, well, in fact, that's what Mia says. She gets, and where up is to, he now? Like mentally, like, you know, right. Well, Mia asked Brian right out, you know, he says, why did you let Dom go? And Brian says he doesn't know. I think it's because he didn't feel like explaining Roman Pierce to me. I thought I, it was funny because when he said, I don't know, and I was watching it, I was like, retcon. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. completely rewrote the the reasoning in the second thing. Sure. Which, I mean, it, maybe he's toyed with that being a reason, but, you know, deep down he knows that it may be something more complex than that. I okay, mean, if, let me ask you a question. Yeah. In regards to this movie only, like, you know, it is obvious that this ties back to the third one. Mm-hmm. But no. Oh, wait, yeah, I'm the sorry. The character of Han. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sorry, sure. sorry. And I'm talking about Tokyo Drift when I say the third one. Gotcha. Um, so, like, you know, that means that Tokyo Drift is connected. Is there anything that states specifically that Too Fast, Too Furious is connected? Because the way I'm seeing it, 
you know, I have other I, I than haven't seen Tokyo Drift, but like, you know, to me, there, it's, there it's are, the first one and then Tokyo Drift and then this one. Yes, but I don't want to spoil it too much for you. Okay. We'll get fine. there. Yeah, there, there, there are returning characters eventually who will hearken back to. But that. I think in you're this asking, movie, though. but you're, not in this. I'm movie. talking specifically in this. No, movie. not in like, this. Movie. I think this movie was like the, the start over button. <laughs> but Han's and, in it. I, I know that's what I'm saying. Like it's connected to Tokyo Drift. Han was mm. not in Too Fast, Too Furious. Right, I'm right, saying right. like as far as like their canon goes, like it was the first movie and the third. I love movie. how I love how hardcore you hate that second movie and the fourth movie. I don't hate it. It just feels so different. <laughs> it is. It is. Different. It's a completely that, that, different movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I, I think like they were their intention was like at first originally. Mm, sure, sure. You know, like when Justin Lin came on board, it was like all right, like you know, we're we're recognizing the first one, obviously. Tokyo Drift, we had this character that, you know, I want to bring back. Like, we're going to acknowledge the third one. And now we have the fourth one. I don't think that they had the plan to, like, you know, bring back. I, I think you're probably correct. Yeah. Yeah. As far as, like, the characters in Too Fast, Too Furious. And well, I, because Roman Pierce, as you pointed out, or as yeah. we pointed out, is not in this not movie. Not referenced. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's like they were like, let's Later on, when they were playing the next one, they or whenever he shows up, they were like, oh, we got an idea. Like, we want to bring, you know, Tyrese back. You know, that sort of thing. And I, also, you know what I think happened? Mm. There was some executive at Universal Pictures that was like, the second movie isn't selling as well. We need to we need to yeah. find a way to tie this back yeah. into the whatever, bring Roman Pierce back. And Justin Lin was like, fine. <laughs> and they and he went and talked it out and they brought him back. Yeah. Could be. You know? And also Tyrese's that, that kind like, of shit stardom really does happen at the studios. kind of higher because of mm-hmm. the Transformers movies. You know, like, also, I think he was, like, modeling back then. Could be. Yeah, I, I think they were like, well, he has a star, like, let's connect it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't th- necessarily think that Justin Lin was reluctant to do it. I just don't think that was the original plan when this Makes movie sense. came out. Well, once we get Justin Lin on the show, we can ask him. Yeah, that'd be great. Back at the station. We make no promises of that, by the way. That's yeah, not a we definite. can't promise but that anything, that is definitely clearly. our intention. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to try to get some great guests for you guys. Doesn't always work out. But sometimes, sometimes it does. people cancel them. That's okay. That's totally yeah. fine. Uh, back at the Thanks, station. Thanks, Dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Trin has the results of the vehicles. Uh, one of the David Parks has a car that has an illegal modification, and Brian knows that's the guy. Trin asks how he knows, and instead of explaining that it's because of the illegal mod, Brian says it's because that's a car he would drive. Yeah, and I love I drive. that, I this, love that car, line. this movie gives us a real reason and the goofy action movie reason yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's great. Because, I mean, if you if you need a real reason, it's like, well, it's clearly the, the modification, but you still get something I would drive. The yeah, cool line. no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. a great line. Uh, Brian drives over to get this David uh, David Park character. At the same time, Dom has also tracked him down. Based entirely on a name, he's able to find this guy's address. He kicks open the apartment door, kicks open the apartment door, and immediately starts beating him up. Dom asks about the green Torino. David Park claims he's just the middleman and he doesn't know. Oh, and by the way, that's mm-hmm. where he mentions the wheels is in this scene. I remember that now. Oh, okay. He says it's a green Torino, you know, with blah 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 wheels. That's that's and he's and he's saying it's David Park. I remember ah. that. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. the guy at the other place. Still. Sorry. 
Good to know. Yeah. And uh, Brian parks outside, getting ready to go in, but he's he's just distracted by a cool car outside with a bunch of decals. I think that's Parks. That's probably Parks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is 240 with the illegal. But like when 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 Brian gets out of his car, he's got this grin on his face like, oh, a race car. Yeah, he's totally (laughs) like into it, but he also knows he's got the right place. Exactly. And then something that's really cool about the screenplay, and we'll see this further as we're going on, is it's got a very like John Woo type feel to it in the sense that like in John Woo's movies, he always has these two opposing forces Mm -hmm. that keep dancing around each other. One of them is usually a criminal. One of them is like a good guy. And they kind of keep circumstances like keep bringing them together Mm -hmm. where they're against one another, but they also realize that they're working towards the same goal. So they don't take each other out. And I think that's a really powerful form of storytelling I and see more John Woo movies. and this scene is is very reminiscent um the one that I would highly recommend uh is the the killer where it's like mm-hmm. this hitman and a cop and somehow they're kind of opposites of the same coin you know opposite sides mm-hmm. and they keep you know the circumstances are that they should be taking each other out but like they have to help each other each time mm-hmm. and that's what this movie kind of reminds me sure. of I like that dynamic absolutely because Dom does not fucking trust brian at all right. at this point they, and they as reason well they don't meet in this 15 minutes but right. i mean it's clearly like he didn't introduce himself well introduce himself at the funeral i mean i guess he couldn't have but yeah but still it's not he certainly hasn't reached out to brian yeah brian i haven't seen you in forever bro <laughs> what's up yeah. buddy so my girlfriend's dead huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh-oh. so letty uh, i mean uh, what are you gonna do you know? That's ah. right. i've been trying for five years bro <laughs> to get rid of her <laughs> so you finally got rid of letty <laughs> So is this movie uh, doing it for you, Anthony? Yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. nice. It, it's it's a lot better. Um, what did you think of the um, like the opening we had, the kind of heist scene? I mean, I know that the action doesn't do too much for you, but I mean, do you feel like it's a step up in this film so far? It was a lot better than Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, we've sure. established you know, that. I, I don't mean to shit on that movie. Like it was just it wasn't my cup of tea. Totally it understandable. It was um, and too was cartoony, too yeah. flashy. Um, I. I don't know where I would place this. Like, would I place it above the first one or the second one? I, I think they both it's have It's hard strengths. to say until you finish it, yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. If you're watching a movie 15 minutes at a time, <laughs> exactly. it's hard. Um, but I would say, like, right now, it's it's on par. Like, nice. it, it's engaging me. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the action scene, was, it is what it is. Like, it opened up, like, the first one, you know. I thought it was cool. I mean, like, go back and watch. It's like, everything makes... Sense I think it was more yeah. intricate. This sure, one. absolutely. Oh, this, this, there are some fucking amazing stunts coming up. This one just, I think, I think it does what a great sequel should do, which is it gives you the familiar, you know, things from the first one, but ups just the enough. Yeah, it gives you just enough to make you go, oh, this reminds me of the first movie, but it, but it ups the ante enough that you're not seeing the exact same thing over and over. Yeah, I, I don't feel like it's repeating. I feel like the, the beginning of, of Fast and Furious is a callback, like a visual, you mm-hmm. know, like callback, but not like, you know, a repeat. It's not the exact well, your, your assessment, I, the more that I think about it, I think you are 100% correct, is that Justin Lin was like, I need to bring this back to like what made the first film great. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, the, you think about it. This is what's this is this is the movie that started to save the franchise. Yeah. It was the one that blew everybody away. The critics were like, "Holy shit, this is a pretty good." They're movie. actually trying. What's yeah, they on? were like, they were like, "What is going on?" Like the second, and third movies weren't that great, and now this one's like amazing. It's it's a tighter screenplay, like right off the bat. Well, like and I, also c- compared to Too Fast, like 
Dom and Brian and all the characters take everything so seriously. Yeah, it, everything There's real means stakes. exactly. Yeah, well, you dude, don't have and, a cartoony villain. Like, at least I, we haven't been introduced to the villain really. Well, um, he's we a ghost. Will, he'll be coming up soon. <laughs> no, the th- the thing though too is that you're getting the Brian that you wanted in the second movie. He's a little more take charge in this one. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's going in sure. and taking control of the room and sending the agents out and things like that. Like that's a guy who who's confident in his abilities. Mm-hmm. I think he really has come into his own in this movie versus he. Because look at look at he looks like a boy in the second film. He's got yeah. longer hair. He's dressed in baggy pants and stuff. He's now laughing, he's goofing around goofing with around. his yeah, friend. He's totally a goofball yeah. and in this one he's like he's all fucking business yeah. he's looking at files so, he's wearing a suit he's looking at files he's grown up within the five years <laughs> in, right, in all of the years. in all of the uh yeah i was gonna say in all of the other movies you never see brian looking at files that's right he was he was above the files or below the files <laughs> depending right. on how you look at it well, he's trying to solve this but, case yeah because he knows if they find david park they find braga that's okay, right. I have no idea how this movie is going to end, but I will laugh Great. my ass off if he lets this villain go too. <laughs> <laughs> but we're starting to see a pattern, Brian. Just every movie. He just lets everybody go at the end of every film. So, oh, I, damn I, it! How many friends. chances are we going to give you, O'Connor? I swear, this time I this won't. This is the last time. <laughs> Next on Fast and Furious Ten. <laughs> You let him go again. You're fired, <laughs> and it's him driving off of the sunset. That's the. They reinstated me. What can I say? <laughs> I'm really good at lying. Guys, I swear to God, <laughs> I won't let it happen it again. again. That's what you said the last nine times. Pinky swear. <laughs> this time, I mean I it. I really mean it. <laughs> well, we're going to get into uh, the, the villain of the movie in the next episode and uh, another race, Anthony. Huh? Uh, Look at how excited uh, he is. <laughs> the human race. That's right. No, that is nothing well, um, we also have an Instagram account now. If, awesome. Uh, you want to go check that it's out. Blown it's up. so fast, so furious on Instagram. Blown up on the IG. Yeah. So uh, follow us on there. Message us on Twitter at so fa- so fast podcast. Can I, I do a, a personal cheat plug? Yes. Awesome. Um, so I am going to be at Sundance Film Festival covering that event with filmthreat.com. We also have an Instagram. It's Film Threat, not still the Thunder. No, from, no, not at all. From Follow us. them both. No, uh, one for movies. No, one film, for- film threat is awesome. You guys, please check it out and uh, download the episodes. And you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be super duper busy watching you know independent movies. Like, do, do you guys watch South Park? Of course. Yeah, I haven't seen a, the new season. I saw like the first two or three episodes. Oh, I'm referencing something that happened okay. in like season two. They have a film festival at uh, South Park or in South Park, and Cartman says that all independent films are just a bunch of gay cowboys sitting around the campfire eating pudding. <laughs> that just always makes me laugh. You're gonna get there, and they're gonna be like, "Pull up a log and have a seat. Chocolate or vanilla? Yep, <laughs> every single movie. Oh. But please check that out." Yeah, check, check out uh, Film Thread, check out uh, So Fast, So Furious, and check us out next week when you, we explore the next 15 minutes of Fast and Furious.